Welcome to our intro episode of the Rhizome Podcast. We are currently the team behind Roots for Change, a youth collective brought together in 2019. And we thought we should first introduce ourselves to you before we get into the podcast episode. So we named the podcast Rhizome after long deliberation. Our first contender actually was Taproot Podcast, but that was already taken. So as a play in words from Roots for Change, we want to stick with a quote-unquote plant theme. We wound up on that path of researching and etymologies of plant stuff, and we thought rhizomes were the right fit. Rhizomes are stems that start from one plant and spread laterally to create new offshoots. We thought this reflected how we're all interconnected once we dig a little deeper. Nature is more than just a luxury to me. It's a space to build a home. Now to introduce ourselves, my name is Wan Chan. I use they, she pronouns and a little bit about me. I'm 22 years old, almost 23. I'm a second generation Chinese immigrant. My parents are from Hong Kong and I grew up here in the Miskwichi, Wiskayan or so-called Edmonton since I was about five. And I mainly lived in a very like white suburban part of the city. And in the past years, I really wanted to feel part of a community of shared values. That was something that I never really had growing up. So I went on this journey to try to reconnect with my own culture and identity and do something about uh, the anger I was feeling at the state of the world. So I was getting into community organizing with climate justice, poverty, and food And being into podcasts for a long time, I got involved with a feminist radio show called Adam and Eve with CJSR. And that's how I'm kind of coming here today, working at this podcast with Roots for Change. And for me, podcasting is a way for us to understand one another and hear each other's stories to better understand ourselves and our other relationships and commitments for a more livable world. So I'm really honored to have gotten to call this team here, my friends, and also for the relationships we built with all the guests and people involved in the podcast. And I hope these stories and perspectives we'll hear soon will mean something to you and how you engage in the world and your own relationships. And I'll pass it to Reese now. I am Reese Korean. My pronouns are she, her, and I am a 17-year-old first-generation immigrant from India. I moved with my family here when I was in grade four, so tiny little girl. I am passionate about sexual and mental health in high schools and anti-racism in our school boards, among many other interests. And I will pass it on to Lane. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Elaine Tran. I use she, her pronouns. I am a 21 year old uh, who was born and raised in Amiskwichi, Wiskaigon, or so-called Edmonton. Uh, and I'm the daughter of a refugee. Uh, with Roots for Change, I am the research coordinator. I'm also a sociology student in post-secondary, student researcher and community volunteer. Um, 
My identity as a young Asian woman has really fueled my desire to advocate for anti-racism, labor rights, increased mental health, eradicating sexual violence, and promoting sexual health. And with that, I'll pass it on to Ruth. Hi, y'all. I'm Ruth Hopkinson. I am also 17, but turning 18 very soon. Oh, sorry, my pronouns are she, her. I should probably specify that. Um, I'm a second-generation queer Muslim immigrant born here in Amiskwichiwis, Gagan. Um, for me, my work has centered around climate justice here in Alberta oil country. Other than that, I would say what really drew me into this work in particular is I love the intersectionality, and I believe that through intersectionality we can bring change. So I found that while working with this team, I've been I've had a lot of learning opportunities about such topics. In terms of schooling, I am going into engineering. <laughs> I'll pass it on to Dee. Thanks, Ruth. Hi, folks. My name is Dee. I use per and he pronouns. I am the Roots for Change coordinator. I am also a frontline support worker practicing harm reduction principles. Other than that, I am also a queer, trans, BIPOC, and youth migrant rights organizer. Um, one's with a hue, the other is with an FIN. I truly believe that educating, organizing, and mobilizing other youth is key to seeing the change you want to see in the world. I'm particularly interested in connections across our communities uh, in terms of fighting against capitalism, imperialism, and how um, systemic migration has affected the communities I organize with today. We thought it'd be way more interesting to tell you a story of how we got to know each other. We know our own experiences have definitely impacted the direction of this podcast, and we think it's important for y'all to understand where we're coming from. So how about we take you back to August 2019, where most of us met each other. So just kind of like reflecting back, one core memory that I have is even before the youth gathering, it was really interesting because on the road to the retreat center, I sat in the front seat of, um, at the time, Dave, who was driving, thinking I was going to chat with other folks in the car. And I don't know why I thought that, because I always end up sleeping on road trips, and that's exactly what happened. And so when everything was over and it was time to kind of like head home, everybody <laughs> made me sit in the back. I remember that. That was really funny. Um, for me, my most interesting memory would definitely be, I remember one night, so it, the retreat was all like kind of, it was safe. So I could like walk alone at night without feeling like terrified. And that was really fun because I could, it was my first time I think like actually just like walking alone and just having fun. And I went out and there was like so many cool nature scenes and I like very much about peace with nature. So, you know, it was very nice to, to have that happen. One of my favorite things about the camp was the food. I don't know if you guys remember, but the food was so good. And I remember on the last day I was sitting there and talking and they put out the dessert and I just like kept on eating slowly and taking everything in. 
and everyone went outside to take a picture and they were taking back the dessert and I was like I want everything so I like rushed to get all the dessert the little brownie bars and then when I was like in the picture I had like a couple and a tissue (laughs) moving with me while we were taking the picture also okay I have another core memory I'm not sure if anybody else remembers this but does anybody remember that one night where like six of us went at the same time to the kitchen to get a midnight snack and then we ended up staying up the whole night totally together that was such a fun night was I there I think you were there for a little bit and then you went to sleep but I remember like literally everybody was there because everybody was like we're hungry we want to get like some yogurt or something and it's like 12 o'clock nothing is a greater uniter to humanity than midnight snacks yes (laughs) this is just all about food now I remember um similar to like the after hours activities um were any of y'all there when um we were all just drawing together with Sam and like AJ Loudon. <laughs> that was super fun. And um, oh, <laughs> I thought Dave was really cool because he yes, was that was really fun. Oh, yeah, it was so was heavy, so but cool. I was like, Dave. D, you're the only one of us who could like pick it up and actually pull it his crossbow. I remember that moment. I was yes, like, D, yeah, I cannot mess yeah. with this man. I. <laughs> everything i aspire to be so yeah well, i was i was literally struggling i was like yeah <gasps> I, I, I was trying to fake uh like uh looking super cool because i was someone i was asking someone to take a photo of me <laughs> <laughs> i remember that that's all that's what everyone was doing yeah that's really funny um yeah, I wasn't at the camp, but the first time I met y'all was in the summer last year, I think, and we were all getting together, and I was really shy, and I just ate my falafel wrap and didn't talk to anyone, <laughs> and then I went home and was sweaty. That was my memory. Wow. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I did get a feeling that you were, like, pretty shy back then, I was like, oh, cool. They seem pretty cool. Nice. Probably more chats later. <laughs> and we did. a really compelling way to reach people and create social change, especially from youth most impacted by systemic violence who are often not taken seriously enough or given opportunities to be heard. This means disproportionately to spirit, queer, trans, black, indigenous, racialized, working class, disabled, femme youth. We know we will be able to cover or represent all perspectives and issues you face. However, we hope this podcast ignites something in each of you to continue the resistance and building of relationships and to improve our communities. Given this all, we identified four issues that we wanted to explore deeper. First, we saw that Islamophobic, racialized, and gendered violence against Black Muslim women continues to be exacerbated during this pandemic. We wanted to explore these intersections deeper locally by amplifying one of the voices of young Black Muslim women in our communities. 
We also saw how anti-Asian racism has increased exponentially during the pandemic. And so we wanted to dig deeper into how the colonial legacies of the land which we are on interlock with the experiences of many Asian peoples here. As majority Asian youths ourselves, uh, we see how the Asian diaspora and diversity of Asian experiences have been shaped in mainstream discourse through largely liberal, middle-class, and reformist ways uprooted from the implications of colonization and capitalism. Next, we also want to explore food access and security and what this means for youth. Having access to food is just the surface of what food means to many marginalized youth. Food creates community, are ways to practice or reconnect with one's culture and traditions, shape our identities, and mark our social and class positions by what we can and cannot access. Lastly, we found that our high school experiences had a lot in common with the lack of sexual health education. We see how this can have deep impacts on youth's mental health, especially with the stigma of sex, mental health, and not to forget the added complexities for queer and trans youth in our society. We look forward to explore these topics more and connect with you. You can find our podcast on all platforms and find the written transcripts on our website at jhcenter.org slash rootsforchange. We couldn't have done this project without the support from the Edmonton Community Foundation and with help and mentorship from Radio Extraordinaires, CGSR 88.5 FM. We'll also be streaming on the radio, so keep posting where you can listen to us on the airwaves. Thank you for spending time with us today, and we hope you'll tune in to our next episode. See ya!